Hi, hotties, and welcome to The Thought Topic, a comedy podcast about surviving your 20s. And honestly, I think we all really, really could use some help. It's me, Christian, your thought therapist slash hot girl slash just general idiot (laughs) here to help guide you best in my thoughty knowledge on how to survive, I don't know, this crazy ass world we live in. So let's get it. Shall we? Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hope everyone's having a great week. I have a super amazing guest this week. Malcolm Charles is here. Um, For those of you who don't know, Malcolm is a content creator. Like, he has a pretty big platform on TikTok, which is how I found him. Um, But Malcolm makes a lot of content about New York City lifestyle and partying and he hosts um, parties and events in the city so I thought it would be a cute little collab to have him come on my show and it was so funny interviewing him because like all of his TikToks and all of his content he seems very high energy and then I just have this like sweet little boy come show up to record an episode with me and I'm like oh my god he's so like reserved and professional so it was really fun um, so yeah, today we just talk about like going out with promoters, do's and don'ts of going out, just balancing work slash partying lifestyle. So it's a fun episode today. So make sure you share it with a friend. If you like Thought Topic, feel free to, I don't know, subscribe <laughs> or leave a review, rate us five stars. You know the drill. Um, so yeah, I don't want to take up too much time. So without further ado, here is Malcolm Charles. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic. I am here with the man with two first names, Malcolm Charles. Welcome to Thought Topic. Thanks so much. Excited to be here. Let's get it going. (laughs) Wait, is Charles your real last name? Is that like your stage name? As far as the internet's concerned, Malcolm Charles is my last name. All right, that is what we will go by then. I like it. I love a two first name person. Never trust someone with two first names. Oh my God. Well, thank you for being here. I followed you on, um, what is it, Instagram or TikTok for a while, and I always thought your videos were so fun. Um, you give me like city boy vibes. You be outside. I be outside. You be outside partying. Um, <laughs> and But I also see you in the gym, and you kind of do the same thing that I do, where you like party a lot, but you're also like a hard worker and have this like fun New York City lifestyle. The balancing right? act. That's New York, though, you know? I feel like most people here are like that and unless you live in new york you don't really like get that vibe they don't get it like it's funny because when i i mean i'm from michigan like i was telling you before we started um and when a lot of my friends from like college or high school will listen to my show or like respond to my social media they're like wow your life is so crazy and i'm like thank you for saying that makes me feel like a pseudo celebrity (laughs) right exactly that's it done a micro influencer that's you that's it right exactly okay well um today we're gonna talk about uh city boy lifestyle we're gonna talk about new york city nightlife uh i feel like we're experts in that area let's find out would you consider yourself an expert in nightlife expert i don't know if expert but i definitely have had my fair share of nightlife (laughs) experiences in new york right okay all right so before we get into it let's have the thoughties get to know you a little bit 
So, um, where? Okay, you know the drill. We're gonna do your like flashcard, like Spark Notes version of you. Let's do it. Okay, so why don't you tell everybody where you're from, your job slash passion, your sign, your relationship status, and why or why not are you a certified thought? Go. <laughs> All right, let's run it up from the top. Okay, where are you from? I am from New Jersey, Central Jersey. That place does exist, and yeah, from Jersey. Grew up there for 17 years, and then moved uh-uh. to New York and just started life there. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you subscribe to like the Jersey stereotype? Absolutely not. Do you think I do? <laughs> In the little interactions we have, I don't think I go by the whole Jersey Shore lifestyle. But no, but like, did you ever aspire to it? I've never seen the show. What? Yeah. I've seen maybe one episode that my friend had on, but that was the only single time I've ever watched a show. I've met the cast in Jersey, but I've never knew who they were when I met them. Oh my god. Okay, you're like breaking my heart right now because like I was obsessed with that show when I was a teenager. Like I was just like, that is, (laughs) this is sad, but I was like, I love this shit. It literally like, I put on Jersey Shore when I like am pre-gaming or like getting ready to go out. It like gets me in the mood to like act feral. Fair play. Okay, you yeah, know? fair. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What's your job slash passion? So my job officially is I host parties for my friends for fun, and I post content on social media. That's it. Oh my god, he's a content creator yeah. slash. Okay, but you're not a promoter. You just host parties. I'm not a promoter. promoter. Okay. Never that. No. So what's the difference to you between what you do and like a New York City promoter, or whatever? Yeah. Promoters have a terrible connotation associated with them. Uh-huh. I think that's pretty generally accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, I just like to throw parties for my friends for fun. You know, I started off just by posting content on TikTok about my own experiences in nightlife and going out. And from that, we just went to like, hey, people will always be asking, where should we go out? What's the best place to go? What are your recommendations? It's my birthday. And from there, I was just like, hey, instead of sending people places that I can't control, and I don't know if it's going to be good or not, why don't I just try to do it myself? And then oh. from there, I just said, hey, like, clubs are already reaching out for promo deals to work together on social media. And so I was like, can I just host an event myself? Or can I just start working with you guys like that in a more intimate setting? And they're like, yeah, let's run it. So you totally just did it, like, on your own? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at you, little entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah, that's it, yeah the entrepreneur lifestyle. That's did it. you feel like that was kind of, like, intimidating to, like, start that? or? Um, so I own two other businesses aside before I started all this nightlife stuff. So, okay. like, that entrepreneur thing was what I grew up doing. Uh-huh. And so it wasn't necessarily, like, a scary new interface to enter. Okay. However, it was definitely uh, exciting and almost, like, it's very cool to be able to see something that was once your passion and monetize that right oh you're preaching to the choir here yeah. yeah well i think again like we were saying that's like the new york city lifestyle like you have like your job you have like your passion career and then you like try to combine those things to make you money right yeah. if you can get paid to do the things you love then you're in a, a you're, in, you're in the epitome of what everyone wants to aspire to do no literally okay because I also love to go out and I love to party. I tried being a promoter, like one of those like stereotypical promoters that yeah, yeah, yeah. you and I both know, <laughs> which we'll get into more of that later. But I tried to be a promoter before and I absolutely hated it. I yeah. was like, this feels cringy to like harass people to come out with me yeah. and then to deal with like all the bullshit of like- All the bullshit, um, that's it. Okay, like how many girls are you bringing? And I just was like, oh my God, this like, like I felt annoying (laughs) yeah exactly yeah thankfully I've been able to do the events and everything I do 
because I post so much content, people are reaching out to me. So it's not so right. much me annoying people. You don't have to like fish for people exactly. basically. And yeah. when I do, it's the worst thing ever. I hate having to like, hey, here's where we're gonna be at. Come through every single day to all these different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like everyone wants to go out anyway. And people are gonna go out regardless. Mm -hmm. So being able to be that connect for someone is a pretty good place to be at. No, I totally know what you mean too. Like I feel like I, now that I kind of have this like persona that I'm like a party girl, that people hit me up all the time. They're sure. like, where should I go? Where should I go? And I'm like, uh, so I totally relate to that feeling of like, I want to help you, but I don't want to be responsible for like, if like you exactly. can't get in or something exactly. like, or they try to pull some bullshit at the door. So I feel like <laughs> good on bullshit. you. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you. Um, <laughs> Okay, wait, what's your sign? I'm um, a Virgo. Oh, your birthday's coming up. It is, yeah. Wait, do you know your big three? I do. I, I heard you pause like you were gonna say it. I was, Go I was ahead. gonna say Go it, I was gonna say What's your big three? Gemini rising. Okay. And then Sag moon. Oh my God. That's the big three, yeah. Okay, Tell that, me about it, tell me about it. I love it, okay. This is a red flag though. Oh, you know your right. big three? That tip, if a man knows his big three, he's ran through. It's in my Tinder bio, so <laughs> trust me, I know. Okay, okay. So no, that's great though, cause like, oh, well, I'm an astrology bitch. I have um, I have a Sagittarius um tattoo on my ribs. So I don't think anyone should be surprised when I want to tell them about themselves. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, oh, what's your relationship status? Single. Ooh. That's it. Single. You hear that, ladies? Wait, do you like girls? I do. Okay. I assume so, based on your content. Okay, cool. So single, ready to mingle. Are you having a hot boy summer? What do you define as hot boy summer? Like, are you just like hitting up all the girlies? No. No? I, funnily enough, before the summer, I was still a bit for seven months. You were what? Still a bit, no sex. Oh, not me not knowing what yeah, that literally, means. Yeah, literally, my I was God. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no sex for like seven months oh, from wow. like December until maybe like March or something around like, sorry, like oh, spring. What made you want to do that? I don't know. Like, honestly, I was just like, I needed to start get, taking things more seriously in my mm -hmm. own career. And I just didn't want to be distracted by women because they're a phenomenal distraction to have. Uh, no, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, to be honest, like, I feel like there have been periods in my life where I've gone through the same thing where I'm like, okay, like if I'm single, I'm not now. So I'm better than everyone. But... <laughs> Sorry. When I've been single before and I'm like, okay, I need no distractions. I gotta, I like gotta cut off all my hoes so I can just focus on myself exactly, and get yeah. shit done. Yeah. And honestly, it does like reward you. And then like someone else comes in to like kind of fuck everything to fuck up. fuck it all up. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had that happen yet. I'm waiting to get all fucked up. So Ooh. fuck it up, please. You hear that y'all? It could be you. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So lastly, why or why not are you a certified thought? Define thought. So here at that topic, we define thought as like a term of empowerment. So actually, I think you'll appreciate this. So part of the concept for thought topic, when I wanted to make a podcast about just, you know, my lifestyle, like living in New York, whatever, my friends and I used to call each other club thoughts. Like we had a group chat called club thoughts in like 2018, 2019. And literally every Sunday we would go eat a promoter dinner together. <laughs> And we'd be like, all right, what are the club thoughts doing tonight? And then other people start to refer to us as that. And I remember I was kind of like seeing this guy at the time and he would be like, you and your friends just act like a bunch of thoughts. There and I go. was like, thank you for giving me my superpower. So it's kind of just, you know, the, the persona of being a thought is like, you're someone who likes to have fun, but you're also like empowered. You are liberated, but you're also just like, you exude that like hot girl, hot boy energy. You know what I mean? 
Does yeah. that make sense? Not like the definition vibes? I've heard for a thought, but like, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I'll call myself a certified thought. You know, we, as you said, we'd be outside. We're running shit up. That's right. it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say so. I've actually had people before say they're not a thought. Like, I'd be like, are you a thought? Yes or no? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, yeah, in terms of like hooking up and things like that, I'm not a thought. Right. I, I thought I was going to come on here and be like, yeah, sorry, not a thought. But uh, I mean, when you put in that empowering, liberating, just we be outside type of mentality, like, of course, you know. Right. And that's kind of like the whole essence of like, like thought activity. Like, okay, you think of like our national anthem, um, Thought Shit by Meg Thee Stallion. Um, that's like, that's exactly yeah. what it embodies. Like, she's like, I'm on my thought shit. I'm going out. I'm like flirting with everybody. I'm like just being fucking hot. Right. You know Smart what I mean? Yeah, as you should. Right. So you're a thought. Perfect. I'll I'm take it. Certified thought. You got the check mark. There we go. Done up. <laughs> you were saying that, you know, you're not a promoter. Like you right. just host parties for fun. For my friends for fun. And you also happen to get monetized for that. Absolutely. And honestly, I respect that a lot because I feel like especially in New York City or I don't know, maybe if you live in like another big city where they have like promoters for clubs and shit, like there's kind of this like toxic um party culture yeah and i kind of like now that new york city nightlife is becoming a little bit more like safe or a little bit less like superficial like would you agree with that like do you feel like you're you're contributing to kind of like making it a different party vibe or do you get what i'm saying yeah so the reason i started throwing parties aside from like the way i got into it I wanted to get into this industry with the idea that I could change it. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone wants to be like a, like a change maker in whatever their industry and career path they choose. Right. And this isn't necessarily a career path for me or like what I want to do long term. Right. However, I wanted to get into it because who hasn't been around shitty promoters? Who hasn't been around people that we all dislike going out with and have a terrible experience with or don't feel safe at? And so I was yeah. like, you know what? If I'm going to run this, it's going to be inclusive because a lot of clubs are not. It's going to be like, we're going to be able to get guys in, hopefully for free, and if not, at a very low price, because, right. you know, that shit, they'd be running that shit up, bro. Yeah. And aside from that, I just wanted to be, like, the best experience possible for people that may not know what the right club is or how to club. Uh-huh. Because I was like that. Everyone starts out when they first get to New York or first, like, go to a new area. They don't know how to go out, where to go out, the best place to do that. Mm-hmm. And because I have a platform on TikTok and social media, I was like, why not start sharing those experiences, be able to help people out that may not know the best route to go. Right. When did you start to pop off on TikTok? I feel like I I found you like I think like sometime last summer. That's so yeah. Last summer yeah. I had one video that went like super viral of the city of me city biking drunk at like seven a.m. home <laughs> and like after Been that there. yeah exactly love that shit ass, yeah. And I never expected it to even pop off. I literally just filmed it. I filmed it probably like four times to get it right how I wanted it. Yeah. But like at that time last summer I was just posting content to post content. You know. Yeah. I wasn't doing brand deals. I wasn't monetizing anything. I didn't even have ten thousand followers. Mm-hmm. I was just like posting it to post it. And then after that video, um, just months and months of just pushing content, pushing content, pushing content. Five videos a day, mm-hmm. every single day. And then naturally, like the brand deal started to come in, the views started to go in from like maybe five hundred thousand views a month to a million views a month, to two million views a month, five million views a month. Oh shit! And that's where come we're on, trying engagement. to engagement. Exactly, <laughs> run that engagement up. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it's for the last maybe three months, I've been able to definitely um, do it full time, mm-hmm. along with like hosting events and other like different streams of income. But that's like the main way that I've been able to just like hang out and just post content. Yeah, it's the best. Oh my god. Well, and that's that's kind of like what interested me in having you on the show in the first place is because like your online persona, like you're very fun. You're like, who wants to go out tonight in New York City? Hey, Come party with you guys. Me. Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cute because it's like 
like I saw that video and as someone who likes to go out a lot I'm like okay let's see what he has to say because I feel like New Yorkers like are known for being like my opinion about where to go out is sure gold and everyone else is suck sure so if someone makes content about it you're gonna be like okay let me see what they yeah. say and see if i agree with it yeah and, and obviously kind- you don't agree with it huh obviously you don't agree with it what do you mean You've never come out with me yet okay why not i would go out though because uh, all the venues you host uh, at are great but actually I went to dinner with my friends last night and I was telling them that I was going to interview today and they were like, okay, so we have to go out with him this week. So, Mm -hmm. I'm making a deal right now. Okay. We will come out with you this weekend. Okay. I'll hold you to it. (laughs) We'll update this video. This episode's coming out on Friday, so. Okay, perfect, so. So, Friday night, I'll see you. Sure. All right, we out. We'll think about it. I'll think about it. I don't know. But, back to the topic. What I was saying is, I feel like what I noticed about your content is exactly what you were saying. Like, I felt like See, like I was seeing, like, oh, this kid like actually likes to invite, you know, all types of people to go out with him, not just like, oh, you have to be a hot IMG model and come to my promoter table, and absolutely no fucking guys, no gay people, no queer people, like get the fuck out of my face, like most promoters in the city. Totally, yeah. <laughs> and know? who hasn't experienced that? And so yeah. getting into it, um, I've worked with so many promoters mm-hmm. just naturally because of how I got into the industry in the first place. Yeah. I've been introduced to so many promoters from every different walk of club, from the huge promoter clubs to mm-hmm. all the super exclusive clubs to even like on the lower end clubs that aren't even that popping. Mm-hmm. Like I've met so many people and worked with so many people in the industry that after a while, it's just like you get tired of dealing with the same bullshit all the time. You're yeah. like, you're, so when I first started doing my own events, so not even doing my own events, but working events at certain clubs, mm-hmm. I people would start saying that, oh, like, he's not a real promoter because of the connotation that, like, he, he, he's, like, a newbie promoter, like, only for people that don't know how to go out and, like, aren't good at, like, nowhere to go clubbing. You know, that's so funny because I feel like some of the places you host at are not, like, somewhere a newbie would start. Right, exactly. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and, like, even regardless Bye of haters. the venue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's just, like, I, I, at first when I heard that, I was like, oh, that, that kind of sucks. I, I don't want that connotation associated with it. But then I was like, you know what? Like, I do. I do want to be able to give people a safe space to feel like they can learn how to like go out and feel safe and go out and all their friends that are just visiting or are interested in having a good time can come out with us and they know they're gonna have a good time right exactly so i'm not really worried about that anymore yeah yeah well and i just think too like i think you're especially now like after covid and just like because new york city nightlife is changing a lot i feel like people are really over the same like model of club where like we were saying like they're just sick of the same status quo and the same like bullshit you have to go through to like right. get into like just a party yeah you like, know what i mean for example i've been offered huge deals and numbers that i really couldn't even fathom for partying getting paid to do events at mm-hmm. and like with some huge clubs like all the huge names that you probably think of mm-hmm. i've been offered to work with those brands and a lot of the times in the past i've turned them all down because i just don't like the management how they're run or like the, the status quo of how people need to get in that all, every single guy needs to pay $200 to get in for the night. Or for all the, Yeah, all, <laughs> all the girls have to be wearing, like, six-inch six inch, uh, six inch heels to get in, yeah. full dresses. Like, I just didn't like the whole connotation around that. I felt it was too pretentious. Yeah. And I didn't do events to do the whole pretentious route. It was right. more to do the inclusive and, like, the have a fun time, like, just be yourself route. And so, yeah. Period. Well, that's what we like to hear. And, I, and like I said, I think, like, as time goes on, other people start to see that but that's like a big thing that i think people in our generation value more and even like when it comes to like work or even in like a party atmosphere like a club or a venue or whatever like that's what people want to see they want to see inclusive inclusivity yeah words (laughs) 
Okay, so I mean, we kind of like broke down like New York City nightlife a little bit, but what do you think makes a spot like good versus bad? It doesn't matter where you go. It matters who you go with. Uh huh. So I've been to dive bars with a group of friends and had a phenomenal time. And I've been to some of the most exclusive like rooftop or penthouse parties with people I couldn't even, I didn't even know, just going to like show face at. Mm-hmm. And it was like a terrible experience. And it was ass. Exactly. So I'll always say that it doesn't matter where you go, it matters who you go with. However, the music needs to be there. It needs to be have good music and it needs to be a filled club. And if you have like a good, that creates a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have a good DJ playing good music to get mm-hmm. the crowd going. And then you need to have an environment where people are going to be enjoying themselves and there's not pretension. Yeah. Because at that, with all the, like all the pretentious, like that you think of a club, you think of like models just standing around looking at each other mm-hmm. and posting on their stories. Like, I just don't like that vibe. So yeah. when we go out, we try to make it like the most dancey club possible, the most like exciting and just have a good time, you know? And it's not always going to be that naturally. But right just making the effort to make sure everyone's dancing or making sure someone that's in the corner is like on their phone if like they're comfortable and having a good time that's like the most important part so right that's what we try to strive to do no totally and i feel like too like i always preach that to my friends too like it's funny because like my like i feel like i have my like my little club thoughts exactly, my yeah. my homies and whenever we go out like we literally can go anywhere and have a fucking blast because we are just like doing stupid shit to make sure everyone's having fun right like uh one of my best friends her signature thing is like when we go out if she's lit she'll be like let's start a limbo contest <laughs> and we literally <laughs> We, I actually did this at Summer Club on Saturday. Um, you stay at the Summer Club, bro. I always I, see your post in there every day, bitch, bro. Okay, I live like five minutes from Summer Club. <laughs> and like one of my friends works there, so it's just easy for me to go to. Last summer, too, when it was uh, Profundo, I was there every week. So it, it's funny because I'll have people hit me up because they're like, do you work there? Literally, yeah. Like, you why? stay there. No, I know, but... I love it. I love a pool. If you have a pool, you can invite me. But my friend turned to me and she's like, it's limbo time. And she just like grabbed my arm and like ran over to this group of people. And she's like, we're playing limbo. Do you want to play with us? And they were like, yeah. And like, that's, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're around good, this sounds so cliche, good vibes, you're going to have fun. Always. You know, we were talking about a little bit, like why we don't like promoters and why you don't consider yourself a promoter. So like, what would you say your job title is party thrower party thrower yes (laughs) it's different guys it's very different (laughs) no but i i mean that makes sense though because you know living in new york everyone has that (sighs) everyone has had an experience with a promoter they have a stereotype where they're like weird guys that like i don't know just behave weirdly or try to sleep with you and your friends if you're a girl and like exactly it's just not fun it's not fun yeah one of the main rules that we started when me and my friends started doing events together there's like three Mm -hmm. and the first one is you cannot sleep with the clients and like they are clients at the end of the day like we're all friends and you have to be very friendly with everyone you bring out but you're there to create a good experience for them Mm -hmm. and so like we're being we're being paid to ensure that everyone from the club's aspect is in the club and having a good time but also for the people that are there that if you want them to come back and enjoy themselves and they need to be having a good time right and so although people of course like attention and like to be talked to you can't be hitting on them all the time because that's just kind of gross you know right totally i mean yeah. i've dated my fair share of promoters but <laughs> red flag red flag red flag i never said i didn't have red flags but i feel like too like well, and almost like it's a rite of passage as a, like when you're a single young woman living in New York, like right, right, right. every girl you meet probably like four out of five, like probably has had some kind of romantic encounter with a promoter. But it's so funny and like cringy now because like 
what I remember, like when I was in that era of my life and I would go to a promoter's table, like I'd look around and be like, oh, we all think we're dating him. <laughs> yeah, I've realized that, you know. It's yeah. giving kind of cult. That's, yeah. It, you know what I mean? For sure. And it's interesting because at first when I started reaching out to people to come out to the tables and events, it's uh-huh. more so like, hey, like, hey, come out tonight. Like, I'd love to see you come through. It'll be a great time, you know? Yeah. And then naturally, sometimes people, as you start to hang out with them more and like see them more, they're like, hey, are you messaging me because you just want me to come out or because you some, because of some other reason? Yeah. And I'm like, what other reason would that be? Mm. Yeah. And then like that line definitely can get blurred. It's very easy, especially the atmosphere is filled with just everyone's trying, everyone's looking their best. Everyone's intoxicated. Everyone's trying to have a fun time. So naturally people can assume lines are getting blurred, but it's important in, at least for me, that you keep that boundary very clear at the events. Right. And like at the end of the day, like you do want to be friendly to your guests so they keep coming out with you. I mean, I kind of get it to an extent because like my side job is I work at a club as like bottle service cocktail waitress. So I'll be nice to my customers because obviously I want them to spend money. I want them to come back. I I I already know. know. I I know. I live alone. I got to pay my rent. Make that money as you should. Right. So maybe last weekend I was serving these two guys and they were buying bottles of champagne and then like before they closed out that night they were like oh do you want to go out sometime and I was like oh actually no I'm in a relationship and they yeah. were like so taken back assumed, so yeah. angry and I was I was like I'm sorry I was being nice to you because like you're my like that's my job is customer service babes you're a client but you can come back if you want yeah. and then yeah it was fine but you know what I mean I do and I feel like well and I feel like too drunk people take it very personally when you reject them even if it's a nice way yeah so I don't know if you can relate to that but I'm can just relate. being relatable yeah yeah <laughs> okay ooh thought tips for going out let's see so a thought tip is you know it's kind of like um, have you ever watched Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide of course yeah that's like essentially what the concept is sure. here so a thought tip is like you know like a, a spark note Um. so like for going out it could be like what to wear where to go like something you should do maybe if you're at the door and you're like waiting a while yeah. like maybe to get into a place like what what would you say be nice genuinely yes. genuinely mm-hmm. like there's this one club that i host at the doorman hardest doorman ever super mean just completely just assholes yeah and finally after like we've been hosting there for a couple weeks my friends just started talking to them and just trying to make conversation with them and you see that they're not bad people like their job is to be strict like that's what creates the exclusivity of a club Uh is the doorman and you're supposed to be intimidated by them and they're not supposed to be your friends yeah but if you're able to just be kind to people and even at the door if you're you're trying to get in it's your first time there a simple hey how are you how's the night going like being polite yeah and a lot of people especially in nightlife just completely forget that like everyone's a person and manners are important Mm -hmm. and it's not like you're not the most important person in the room Mm -hmm. so just being nice to people gets you much farther than you think dude that that is like so fucking true just because like i remember like i was going out in the beginning of the summer to a club that a lot of people know in new york um paul casablanca and i was taking some of my friends there who hadn't been there before and we walk up and they're like oh my god like there's a long line i was like no we're not gonna have to wait in line that long and they're like why and i was like just be cool like don't worry about it and so we're standing there and there's like a big group of people in front of us and they're like arguing the door guy and he's like and they're like trying to be funny but they're like kind of coming off like a little douchey and the door yeah and then and the door guy was just kind of like uh and then completely ignored them and then looked at us and he was like hi do you guys want to come in and they were like, yeah. And then we like started, and then we just went in no problem. Exactly. And I feel like too, like it's because people forget, like, just be nice or like, 
you can like I always say like hi how are you you know I have I'm I have home training I'm always very right, exactly, polite yeah. but I think that's like a major thing too even with bartenders like if you go up to a bar typically what I do is I'll bring like cash on me and I'll go up to them and I'll tip them in cash the first time and then typically like when I go back up to the bar if I want another drink I like I would say nine times out of ten this works they either give me a drink for free or they come to me immediately right you know what I yeah. mean so it just like it it doesn't hurt to like be polite or be nice um let's see do you have any other ones dress as you'd like to be addressed that's always what i say mm. when people are always asking me oh like what's the dress code what should i wear tonight i hate giving people styling advice like yeah. it's just not my thing like there's i found out this is you know, i've heard from this from these people that come out with me now that their old promoter they used to have to send him pictures of what they were wearing for that night and he would judge them on it <laughs> and i was like and to what to get in a fucking literally, labo Ew, yeah I'm literally to get into all of those like huge promoter clubs he had to, oh they have to send them outfit it is not that serious that ass yeah uh, so dress as you like to be impressed is typically what i always say and that's how i take my own styling advice as well yeah you know um i always like to dress my best i have a very look a very i have a very obvious look that i always wear like a button-down shirt and like pants that's really simple but mm -hmm. for girls it's just like however you want to be addressed whatever makes you feel comfortable and confident just rock that out and you'll be fine yeah well and i feel like now i i think there definitely used to be this thing more so like pre-pandemic where it's like okay you have to wear a tight dress and you have to wear big heels and you can't look anything other than that and now i feel like people appreciate personal style more like if you look cool and you yeah. like or like you said owning your style then right. they'll let you in they're like Don't okay your vibe is cool but yeah oh yeah no a cargo short is not owning, yeah it's not owning style right but aside from <laughs> that yeah just just what makes you feel confident because confidence will sell if nothing else does literally my, one of my best friends her like go-to going out outfit she always wear cowgirl boots with everything you know she's from austin so that's right. like her thing and like i swear to god every time we go out together people are always like i love your outfit to her you know yeah and so, it's very not like the status quo so it makes sense right and they're like you look cool come in when i had pink hair people fucking love that shit run it <sighs> i miss it all right um let's see Ooh. okay so let's get into do you drink a lot do you consider yourself a big drinker no, I don't drink at my events. I try not to. Oh, really? I'll have maybe, like, I can't get... You'll keep it to a minimum. Drunk. Yeah, I can't get drunk at events because I have to make sure everyone's having a good time. Yeah. So if, like, if I'm fucked up and everybody else is fucked up, who's running the table? Who's making sure... Who, where's the quality control? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. Well, and I mean, it, I also think, too, like, when you, when you work in nightlife, like, kind of how we do, you are kind of just used to being in that atmosphere that you can't be drinking every day or yeah. like every time you work because then you're just gonna like it's a problem well it's a problem and then you're gonna be fucking dead exactly <laughs> you're gonna be exhausted all the time yeah um i was someone should have told that to me last summer but i did not listen to that i was wondering if you have any tips for recovering from like a night out or like a bender as i call it when you go out like typically like in a weekend but everybody calls it yeah, yeah it's a bender you know. of course yeah my yeah. biggest tip would be just stay hydrated and rest and try not to get anxiety because that shit will kill you more than anything else will. Okay, my anxiety is horrible. As is mine. At, I used to like never have that. At, and I would say in the past year, it's gotten like horrible. Yeah. Like the next day, I'm like, uh, I, at the, the day after drinking, I'm like, I am doing nothing with my life. Like I'm a loser. Pretty much how that goes. The, the yeah. intrusive thoughts. <laughs> can't let them win no honestly like just you gotta stay hydrated because even though like once you're already once you've been drinking it's in your blood it's not gonna like make you less drunk or hung over the next day uh -huh. it's gonna at least make you like not super sick that night and just just stay hydrated you know 
I just try to drink as much water as I can when I am drinking heavily. Or like when I get home. Even though I know it's not going to do anything, I just still got to have that in my back of my head. Like, drink water, drink water, drink water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then aside from that, rest up. Sleep as much as you can. And then when you have to get up, get, get up out of bed, just remember that the anxiety is all in your head. It's not real. And right. that's, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any like embarrassing drinking stories? No. Of course. Oh, you do? Who doesn't? Yeah. You're like, I'm not telling you, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't? No, there's too many to tell. Yeah. Do we have enough time? Um, Give us a quick one. Of myself? Yes. Self-exposing? I'll give give you one of mine if you go. Go first and I'll think of mine. Okay. Fuck. Uh, Well, I have a lot. Let's see. Oh, I have a good one, actually. I okay. Go for it, go for um, it. Um, let's see. So I, like, know if I'm going to get sick from drinking in a night because I usually will cry beforehand because I'm very emotional. So on my birthday <laughs> this past year, my birthday is late November, um, my friends and I, like, went the fuck out. Um, this venue I used to work for, they gave me a table at one of their venues and like so i killed like a bottle of tequila by myself like with and granted all my friends were there but everyone was buying me shots so i was just like blacked out by like 11 p.m so (laughs) we go to um uh tau downtown and because another one of our friends was there and he was gonna get us a birthday sign or get me a birthday sign and my friends were surprising me and i was really fucked up we like go into the venue and everyone was like oh we're gonna use the bathroom and i was standing outside the bathroom and i just looked around i was like all my friends left me and i just start sobbing no <laughs> like crying uncontrollably and Tigiri comes over and is like are you okay and i was like all my friends ditched me and it's my birthday and i'm crying and my friends are like christian we didn't ditch you we we're just in the bathroom and i was like no you guys left me and then my birthday sign came out and i was just crying, crying in the bathroom the they're all sign. looking for me oh it was so bad and then that night i threw up everywhere but then i was fine i went to a strip club after and i had a great birthday amazing, but <laughs> amazing. so that's an embarrassing one for me amazing Go. all right so my one of my embarrassing stories is probably last year before my event era we'll okay call it. Uh, I was going to a club and I used to pregame hard. I used to not like we used to go out with DJs. Like DJs usually don't have bottle service, but they like but, but they can get you in on their guest list. And, like, yeah, 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 all that good stuff. Totally. And so like I have a couple like people that I'm pretty close with that are DJs and work in nightlife. And so we're going out with one of our friends and we got to the club that he was DJing at. And beforehand, we were always like, all right, we have to pregame hard. And I went through this era where my friends and I, like me and two of our, two of my guy friends, would kill like an entire bottle of Casamigos a night. So, you know, like, that's 12 shots each. That's a lot. Yeah. And so we were just killing it. Now you're doing it. the math. I'm like, oh, that's four shots. No, Sorry. no, no, no. Like, like 12. And I know because we'd count them off. Like, oh, we'd my do the God. Tally on the wrist, you know? Yeah. Oh, so my God. So we'd tally God. that shit up. And then we that night, it was 12. And the, this particular pregame, for some reason, we were just, like, we decided just to put on, like, some super old classical music and just enjoy the pregame that way and just sit down <laughs> cheers shots and just take them that way okay can't tell you why but you know that was the vibe you were on that was the vibe you know okay. like a little classic moment okay and i'm so, a theater bitch i can't judge yeah fair play all so right. after after like the 12 i was like all right I like let's get ready to go out it's time mm-hmm. to go because you know you you don't want it to wear off by the time you get to the club because it's like damn like gotta get drunk again right and then you gotta and so pay. 12 shots in is pretty deep like that's pretty steep you're like done <laughs> right yeah like that's steep for an, an entire night we did this in like an hour and a half probably mm-hmm. and so i go to my bathroom and i'm like all right i'm just gonna go and then we'll, we'll head out I'm just gonna like do my hair or something like that and then i ended up crawling into my bathtub and i fell asleep 
And literally my friend finds me like 20 minutes later. It's like, yo, like the Uber's been outside for like 10 minutes. Where are you? And he comes, he finds me in the bathtub and I'm just like passed out in the bathtub, just chilling. Aww, and I told him I was going to sleep there. Moment. Exactly, you know? Mm. And you know, so it doesn't even necessarily have to be like uh, the worst there. But after the pregame, we did go to the club and we did get more drinks somehow. I don't oh my remember. God. The whole entire experience. <laughs> You're like, I was chilling. <laughs> don't remember a single thing from the entire night. Oh God. Left that club have videos of me on the floor outside of the club just on the street just knocked out oh my god my friend was on top of the mercedes that night on top of the entire car just standing <sighs> you know one of those nights a completely feral night blackout no <laughs> recollection but probably a pretty good memory i if i remembered applause to you i i feel like i have more nights like that but i can't, you can't, can't remember. remember yeah i can tell you but i can't remember, remember. <laughs> it's giving alcoholism but not really that, yeah. i i actually I haven't been going out a lot this summer. Yeah, me neither. I feel like it seems like I go out a lot because I work, like, you relate to this. I get it. Because yeah. we work. I don't go out unless it's like, I, re I rarely go out. My friends will tell you because just balancing everything is mm -hmm. extremely hard. So if I'm not working an event, it's extremely hard to get me out of the house. Yeah. So I get it. I feel that. Okay, so you and I, like I said, we both are like, health fitness people that's actually something we related on because like i would see your like little gym selfies on your instagram story and you would see mine and we'd be like workout yes exactly what we'd um, say <laughs> yeah um how do you balance partying and your overall like physical health work-life balance is not real i'll start off by saying that i think that that's fair in order to do anything at a high level you have to sacrifice something to do mm -hmm. and you can't have everything but you can have a few things that you want to be really good at and so naturally, um, balancing working out and working in nightlife, or at least even just clubbing if you're not even working in it, uh, just those two different uh, activities, it's extremely hard because one is a degrading activity mm -hmm. and not benefiting you in any way, shape, or form, and the other is the complete opposite and one of like the key ways people assume of how to improve your health and improve your lifestyle. So for me in particular, when I started doing more events and taking them more seriously, I lost my ability to work out all the time because I'm running events from Wednesday to Saturday. Right. And then that... Obviously, I'm going to be hungover, I'm sure, for one of those days, and that's going to carry into the next day, and naturally, your entire weekend flow is all thrown off. Mm -hmm. And I consider myself a morning person. I go to the gym every day at like 8 a.m. I have to get in around that time to have a good day. Same. And if I don't get that in, my whole day is going to be like thrown off, and I just don't feel good. Yeah. So naturally, you just have to realize that you can do what you want, and if you don't do that, it's just not going to happen, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like, well... Okay, we are literally the same person because I like also am a morning person. And I remember when I was in college, I used to be a nighttime or an evening workout person. But now like with the lifestyle I have with like during the daytime, I have to try to be as productive as possible when it comes to like my creative work, like podcasting or like submitting for like acting roles, auditions, like working on things like that. And part of like succeeding in that for me is like I have to like maintain my physical health or like make sure I'm healthy right. and rested. It's important, especially if you work in front of a camera, you have to look good. You have to hold yourself to a certain standard. Oh my standard. God. Anytime I've like had to be on camera or had to do an audition, where like I can tell when I look hungover I'm like my dark circles are terrible I look dehydrated I look fucking tired and it's just like it's not cute yeah you know what I mean so it's just I don't know I feel like that's something I've really like tried to improve on in the past year yeah and like but I totally agree with you in the sense of like it's not it will never be equal you'll yeah. have to sacrifice one or the other you have to sometimes yeah. it's and you know what sometimes it's better to sacrifice the things that might be better for you if you're gonna like have fun with your right. friends or something and it's completely fine you don't have to always like 
put your work first. You don't always have to put going out first, but it's a, it's a shift that you can make and figure out for yourself as you go. Yeah, I think that's a good like kind of testament or a good like rule of thumb to kind of like measure you should be doing or like what you feel like would be better for you. Like, I don't know. That's always what I kind of try to do. Yeah. But And that's different for different people. I, okay. <laughs> T. I, in the past, have had people kind of, like, be a little, like, judgmental of me. They'd be like, you go out too much. Right. Shame on you. You know what I mean? But I think it's just, like, everyone has a different, like, meter, I guess, for what they are comfortable with. Right, yeah. And, like, the way that they can work. Do you feel, do you, uh, do you ever get that? Do, do you relate that? to that? Of course. People assume that when people meet me for the first time, because of how much content I post about nightlife and how many events I do in a week, they always assume that, like, I'm out every single night. I'm always doing something. I'm always out and about. Yeah. But in the reality of it is, I go out maybe, like, if it's not my event, like I said, you will not find me out. Like, it's hard to get me out of the house. I'm either in the gym, sleeping, working at home, or I'm at an event. Yeah. And at these events, I I barely drink. Obviously, there's times that you could drink more than others, but as, as if an event's running itself, obviously you can have more fun. But on a pretty standard basis, I'm not drinking a lot. So I also stop doing anything else. I don't even do any other drugs aside from that. Good for you. And so a, a rule of thumb I created for myself and my therapist created for me. I have to give him the credit of it. He said that if it's gonna, if it's not worth it for the following day, then don't do it that night because that short-term gratification is not going to be worth that long-term success that you could that you could have. Not going to be sacrificing for it. Yo, that is so healthy. There you go. No, it like it really is just it's better to set yourself up to what's gonna like make you happy and like more like satisfied with whatever you're doing with your life. Right. Versus like, okay, I'm just gonna have fun tonight and then tomorrow being like, Oh my god, I have all this shit to do and I feel like shit now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you have a day where if you have a day where you can afford to like, you know, kinda relax, take it easy the next day, then fuck it. Like yeah, have right fun. Aw, look at you a little mental health plug. Yeah, up. Are you are you a big therapy guy? Yes. You're very into it. Hot men are in therapy. That's ah, it. you heard it here. I should put that on a shirt. I'm Sorry, on stealing a shirt. it. <sighs> Whatever. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. I know we kind of did this a little bit, but I want to hear maybe one from like uh, an event you hosted if you want. But um, tell us a crazy or like funny thing that happened or maybe something someone did while you were hosting. Yeah, so I'll say something that's like, I won't give an, an, an particular story, however, I'll give something that happens more often than you think. Okay. So since like I do events and I'm always pouring, I'm the one, I'm the bartender, you know, like I'm pouring all the drinks for everybody. Right, right, right. I'm making sure everyone's having a good time. If they, if they want refills, they're coming to me or someone else that's working at the table that night. Right. The amount of times that girls ask to do shots and then puke on me is probably more than I, I <laughs> it's probably more than I should be able to admit. Oh no. Yeah. They're like, hey, hey, let's take a shot. Let's take a shot. And they immediately and like, throw it up. Okay, fine. Let's do a shot. Take the shot. And then it's like 2 a.m. So we've already been going all night. Puke that shit right back up. All <laughs> over the floor, all over the table. It's or into their cup. Disgusting. And then the staff Aww. comes over to clean up the table. And they're like, bro. They, they see that shit. They're like, what the fuck is this? That yeah, is the people worst. People puke at tables all the time. Yeah, it's just not a good look for them. Oh, you just triggered me. I did that recently. Done up, bro. Done up. These are all red flags. Okay, okay. Uh, granted, it was the first and only time I've ever done this. Um, back in like February, I got um, I was working out this venue, and my manager texted me, and he was like, "Hey, Christian, you don't have to come in tonight. Like, you can have a night off." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And I was literally like already on my way to work. And I, I was like, oh, damn, I was already on my way, haha. And he was like, oh, well, if, like, you want, you can, like, hang out, like, and drink and have right. a drink or whatever. And I was like, okay. And some of my friends were already there, like, my coworkers who 
I'd like gotten off earlier or whatever. And then they were like, hey, we're gonna go out. They were like, we're gonna go to somewhere nowhere after. Do you wanna come? And I was like, sure, because they like had a friend who had a table there. Of course. So we go. But before we went, we were drinking a lot at the place I worked at. And so I was already pretty drunk. We go. And this guy who was having the party had like tons of bottles at his table, and there was a ton of people. And I just like remember I was like sitting on the like bench. And people kept offering me shots. And I was like, no, thank you, no, thank you. Because I was really drunk. Like, I was sitting there like, okay, <laughs> take yeah. deep breaths. Right. And I like I had thought to myself, like, oh, I should probably go home. But I was like, I'll leave, like, in 20 minutes or so. And then someone pour, like was pouring shots and handed me one. And they're like, just take it. Like, take it with us. And I was like, okay, it's fine. The yeah. Take it. Immediately stop. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. Oh, my God. And I just like turn behind me because there's like, I'm like on the seated area and everyone's stuff is like sitting right there. Mm -hmm. And I just slid it out of the way and just like spit up quietly. Uh, Yeah, no, terrible. (laughs) The only person who saw me do it was the person sitting next to me. And he was like, um, like a friend of one of my coworkers. Like, I don't really, yeah, yeah, I don't really like know him. And I got, I don't remember doing this, but he told me I did this. I grabbed, he like tried to reach to like hand me a napkin and I grabbed his sleeve and wiped my mouth. Terrible. terrible oh my god it was so bad but then i went home after that and it was probably fine. for the best yeah but i've had people pull trig leave the club then come right back so you know <laughs> out here rallying honestly that's a, i blame, Yo, I blame college culture shit. let's run it that's that, it i don't know if that's that shit you don't think rallying that is, that is that shit right. rallying yes right throwing up at the table not that Facts, shit. yeah not thought certified <laughs> not don't do it <laughs> Learn from my mistakes so you don't throw up at Malcolm's table when you go out with him. Exactly. Okay. um, Let's see. Okay. Let's, before we wrap up, before we part ways, um, what's your biggest uh, thought tip you like to share with the listeners? Don't worry so much about where you go. Just worry about having a good time with people you're with. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say. Because I think that a lot of the time people get so wrapped up in the pretension of nightlife. Yeah. And they're so wrapped up in who's going to be there. What do I look like? What's everybody else look like? Is this too, is this exclusive enough to go to? Is it cool? Will I look cool or people judge me if I go here? Exactly. And I think that that is what kills nightlife because I think the best part of nightlife is the fact that everyone is just in the same place having a good time together, not judging each other. And when you're in a venue that you feel judged at, it's just never a good time yeah so just focus on having a good time with your friends it doesn't matter where just have a good time and focus on that oh period that's it. yeah well malcolm thank you of course thanks um, for having me the i'm sure the thotties are gonna adore you and like but honestly go out with him if you need to go out um <laughs> with both of us because she'll be there now yes no, it's not it's not it's I'm, I'm off on friday so i will come where, where are you at friday I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, so lastly, it is time for everyone's favorite uh, part of the show, which is Thought Anthem of the Week. A Thought Anthem is a song that makes you feel sexy, empowered, like a bad bitch, like you are going to go to a, uh, what is it called? A party thrower table. A party thrower table. <laughs> and you're going to have the best night out. So actually, the Thought Anthem playlist that I have on Spotify great pre-game playlist Perfect. so there you go so what's it called it's just called thought anthem of the week and it's a picture of me in a bikini i'll link it but <laughs> Perfect. so uh malcolm what is your thought anthem of the week way too sexy by drake that's it done up Thank period you yes uh, i used to be a big drake fan still i still am i like his music but now i'm like embarrassed to say it because i think of him as like 
he's a little cringy i know yeah being a billionaire like having all the money having everything in the whole entire no. world it's cringy as fuck tell no, me about it no he's just like uh, it's like um you know when your dad says something embarrassing right and you're like please stop Fully. you're embarrassing me Fully, yeah. that's how i feel about him sure yeah yeah it would suck but, to be a billionaire tell me about it okay listen i still stand him drake i know i don't have a bbl but i still love you right come out um, with me drake right yeah. <laughs> i went to i've actually been to two of his concerts too so i used to be like a real like views i know every word on that album best album out there <gasps> thank agreed. you agreed best thank album you. Uh, that was 2016 the most magical year of everyone's lives quite literally yes yeah. okay so what was it too sexy way too sexy way too sexy for this podcast cheers cheers malcolm thank you so much why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you promote anything you want to promote and um yeah malcolm x charles everywhere and that's all there is to it thanks guys yay thank you so much and we will have you back very soon all right hotties that is all i have for you this week so thank you guys for tuning in again um, make sure, like I said in the beginning, if you like this episode, share it with a friend, rate us five stars. You know all the, you know the drill. Um, oh, and if you want to share something and have it be read out loud on Thought Topic for everyone to hear, um, you can submit a Thought Tale via a Google form. And the link to do that is in this episode description. So make sure you do that. Um, and if you want to follow Thought Topic, we are at the Thought Topic and there's a zero in thought. And if you like me, you can follow me at Crushton Sanchez. That is C-R-E-S-H-T-U-N Sanchez or Christian Like Dior on TikTok. So, so y'all, that's all I have for you this week. And I will see you all next time. Mwah.